Welcome to Hornet Weekly, our very first podcast, episode number one. Uh, We have this coming up every week for the 2019-20 season, and each week this is presented by Tradition Companies. You can find them at traditionco.com, whether it's mortgage, home building, wealth management, or uh, capital banking needs, they're your go-to spot. Tradition Companies, proud sponsors of everything Edina, and we're happy to have them on board for the upcoming season, which, by the way, will consist of live streaming of football home games along with volleyball matches. And then we're going to move on to the winter season with boys and girls hockey. We'll be streaming all of their events and games from Braemar Arena. And then in the uh, spring, it's going to be interesting. We're going to do some baseball and softball. Looking very forward to that effort uh, as we'll bring each of the seasons to you. We'll have coaches, player interviews, uh, special interests, as I mentioned. And also might have some trivia thrown in there for you as well. So we're looking forward to putting this thing together. Uh, This past Thursday, the Dino Hornets opened up the football season with a 28-20 win over the Centennial Cougars. George Sandvin was 10 of 19 at the quarterback position for 140 yards. He had a pair of touchdowns, was picked off once. After that pickoff, the defense did a nice job. You'll hear about that from Darren Lampker in this upcoming podcast as he goes a little deeper into that. On the rushing side of things, leading the way was Alex Illies. He had 14 carries and 65 yards, averaging 4.6 per touch. Very impressive there. The big chunk of his yardage was needed late in the game when they had a ceiling drive that uh, forced Centennial to just work the OLA and allow Edina to score to try to get the football back. But Illies was critical there. Also, Jonathan Bunce rushed 43 yards on 11 carries. Sawyer Anderson had 33 on 11 as well. And the receiving capacity, uh, Hamza Malim was amazing. Six receptions, 114 yards, and a touchdown to his credit in that game. Uh, Coming up next, Edina will be taking on the Wyzetta Trojans. We'll talk a little bit about that and a little bit about the game that occurred on Thursday. Let's check in now with Edina High School varsity football coach, Darren Lamker. Game one is in the books, and... You know, I was looking at that, and th- that was a pretty clean football game for week one, I thought. Yeah, I was really happy with our offense with uh, zero penalties offsides, zero, zero illegal motion penalties. Um, we had a couple holdings we got to clean up, but I was happy with that. Um, but also, you know, we had some misassignments. So it was a week one, and, uh, you know, usually least amount of mistakes. You can usually win the first week, and that's kind of what we did. Uh, it, to me, it was really an incredible game to watch from uh, a momentum swing type thing. You, you get the... Uh, to two score lead basically they come back and then they have the muff snap and uh, I felt as though the best drive of the football game was when you guys finished and from a coaching perspective you had to be saying yes sir yeah I was excited the way they finished it at the end you know what what people don't remember though is Centennial let us score on the last play yeah, they got yeah, out of the yeah. way just so they, we could score, and, and we had really no choice in that situation. But um, other than that, they had a great drive, a good fourth, two fourth down conversions, mm-hmm. uh, run the clock out. That's what you got to have, and, and especially in November, you got to be able to throw the ball a little bit, but also you got to grind it out when it's time. Well, then you know statistically, you had a pretty good blend and balance uh, pass and run. That's the most passes I've thrown in three years. Yeah. If you would have said that to me ten years ago, I'd been crazy because I threw the ball every down. <laughs> but I learned in a hurry. If you want to win state titles, you got to run the ball. Yeah, and then that's what we've learned to do, and, and Edina's kind of embrace that with some physicality up here on offense and on defense and so that's really helped when it's always felt over the years and i was curious to be what happened when you came in that the identity of what was here was never really defined and do, do you feel now year two that you've got what you want and, and are you at least getting to the level where you want to go yeah the kids all know and they ask hey what's your base play it's power 
Yeah. We need to be able to run the ball, and everything comes off that. And you could see we could play action off it. When the power was successful and we ran the ball, everything else came off that. And if you want to be successful in November, trust me, you've got to be able to run the ball when it's time. And if you can do that, good things will happen. How about defensively? How'd you feel? I thought they're. For, I'll just give you my angle, and then I'd love to hear yours. I thought they were real solid the first half. Looked like uh, Centennial adjusted and did a little bit better job in the second half. How'd you feel about how they responded? Well, I like the fact that our defense. You know, they had a lot to learn in that game. You know, that's the veer option outside, inside, and then you got a Division One quarterback to deal with, and they did a nice job of containing him. You know, you can't contain that all the time. I would look for Centennial to put some points up this year, and so our guys did a nice job. You got to remember, we put them in some bad decisions. We had, or bad positions. We had a pick right away to start the second half. They stopped them. They got down to our 15. We stopped them. So, you know, I did, they did score 21, but, you know, some of that was on the offense's fault. So I, I was happy with them. Now, they need to make a lot of adjustments and changes, too, to get better. And they will as this uh, uh, next week comes along. So when you go back to look at the film after a game, what do you typically see? Do you see things differently from what your mind saw on the sidelines? And, and usually what does that look like if it is different? Well, it's in any athletic event. I've learned it from coaching third graders up to seniors in high school and college when I coach in college. It's never as good as you think. It's never as bad as you think. And so there's plays where I thought were great, and I was like, oh, that wasn't so good. Plays I thought were horrible were like, God, we were this far away from making it happen. So those are the adjustments that you make and then what you see as a coach, and the players learn from that. Film's a learning experience. And if you just sit there and yell at them and film all the time, you're wasting your time. you got to give them some love and have some fun with it, but also, hey, it's time to be critical and, and make some changes. And and let's look to this week. Why is that? A, I've been thinking about this team for they're so good in the you know 2006 to 10, 11, whatever it is. A pair of two and seven seasons. Uh, they before last year, then they go five and five, win a state tournament game. Are they turning the corner? Well, absolutely. You know, they're the biggest school around. There's no reason they shouldn't be fabulous every year. And they're back there right now. You know, there's so many numbers and so many kids to choose from. And, and that was part of why Zeta's success in the past. You know, they just had so many kids coming out, and they're starting to get back to that. And, and they got some freakish athletes. I mean, they are – this is one of the best teams I've seen in Wyzetta in a while. So we're in for it this week. They shut out Blaine 19-0. What do you expect they're going to throw at you? Oh, same thing. They're going to come at us with reckless abandon. They're going to blitz. They're going to play man coverage. They're going to do what they did, and, and we're going to have to try to beat it, right? And, uh, you know, and, and I like the fact that we have a, a quarterback right now that I trust, and I think he can do some good things for us, and we have some receivers that can go up and get the ball. So we're going to, uh, we're going to take that challenge, and if they want to press man, we're going to throw it at them. Should be a good one. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate have a good it. practice here today. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you very much. As we mentioned in that interview, the Hornets will be headed to Wyzetta to take on the Trojans. Uh, they'll be playing at 7 p.m. That will be available online from a cable company, and the link will be sent out by the boosters. I'll also do my best to tweet that out and get that out to all of the Dina Hornet fans. Also, a new wrinkle coming up uh, for a lot of the home games. We'll also be streaming our games live on the uh, monitors at the Hilltop. I uh, can't think of a better place to check out a game, hang out with your friends, and uh, watch the Hornets cheer them on to victory. Uh, this episode is going to come to a close. We're going to do the crawl, walk, run angle on this podcast as we'll continue to add more things to it as we go. Thanks for joining us on Hornet Weekly, the podcast, presented once again by Tradition Companies. Find them at traditionco.com. I'm Pete Wagner. So long, everybody. I've been feeling real good. Came a long way from misunderstood. Far away from the days where I wouldn't want to go home because I was afraid of the truth. See, I was scared to admit the feeling was in the back of my head. Cause the point will lie.